Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Everything is influenced by how high you're vibrating. From what your life looks like, how good you feel day to day, the opportunities that are open to you, even down to how much abundance you get to experience. So then how do you raise your vibration, or said differently, your frequency resonance? What does it mean to calibrate your frequency, and why does that have so much positive impact and catalyze so much transformation? In this episode, we discuss what it means to calibrate your frequency resonance and also how to optimize it so you can experience more of the brilliance of life. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part. The group frequency calibration associated with this episode is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. If you like this episode, please help us out by hitting the like button. And if you want to make sure you don't miss our regular new content, click the subscribe button too. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing frequency calibration, the key to unlocking your limitless potential. Mm -hmm. So we have these two particular names that I've always found really curious for the things that you offer. Mm -hmm. One is a group frequency calibration, and the other one is an individual frequency calibration. Mm -hmm. And when you use the word calibration, in my mind, I'm like, is it a mechanic topping on the engine? <laughs> what, what do you mean by calibration? Yeah. To me, we're like a symphony, mm -hmm. okay? this beautiful uh, multiple notes Okay. And some of the notes are heavier and disharmonious, and those are like our distortion patterns. So as you release your distortion patterns, the symphony becomes clearer, more melodious, more um, in harmony with itself. And so when I say frequency calibration, it's that you're releasing these patterns, these heavier notes, and you come more into this coherence, into this beautiful melody, which is a clearer expression of you. Okay, so if I try to interpret that in the way I think I'm hearing it, so I have a whole bag full of um, frequencies mm -hmm. that can put together can create a beautiful piece of symphony and harmony and, mm -hmm. and you know, but because the distortion patterns, some of them are flat and they should be sharp. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when I tune them, mm -hmm. or do I just get rid of them, then this piece of bundle of notes or symphony, the analogy that we're using, mm -hmm. becomes more harmonious and melodic. Right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So when you're working with this in the IFC, in the individual frequency calibration, in the group frequency calibration, what part of it is it that you're working on for us as a group? Because you're working at the, the frequency calibration, mm -hmm. you are doing something right? yes. that helps us shift something yeah so what what is it that you're doing oh i understand what you're asking now sure so really what i'm doing is i'm holding a certain frequency resonance right okay? so i myself hold a certain level of vibration right 
I'm able to have the mastermind, and you guys do it yourselves too. That's what happens when the mastermind comes into coherence. You start to entrain to my vibrational level because you can. You just aren't necessarily in a situation in your everyday life where you're doing that. And it's not always present. So when we're working in a GFC or even one-to-one in an IFC, you start to entrain to my frequency resonance into onto my vibrational level. And then with my abilities, because you're moving up in your vibration level that you may not necessarily be able to hold or maintain for yourself for a long period of time, but you can in that moment because I'm there holding it for you, you're moving up. And as you do that, because you have momentum and because I work at the frequency level, we can then release more and more distortion of you, which allows you to rise up even more okay. in terms of your vibration level. Right. And so when you say entrain, mm-hmm. um, can we unpack that a little sure. bit? I mean, am I consciously aware that um, when you're holding this frequency resonance yeah. that I'm entraining to this? Or is this just something that we're defaulting to because we naturally want to be a better version of ourselves? It's that. Uh. So humans are programmed to move towards something of a higher vibrational order. Uh-huh. You'll just do it naturally. It's kind of like, um, there's a story actually of um, the Dalai Lama who was who is of a higher vibrational order. Uh-huh. And he was somewhere in South America. And this is in the 80s or early 90s, something like this. And, you know, Latin America is generally very Catholic. Mm -hmm. So it's not like there's a huge Buddhist community, typically speaking, in in these these countries. So he was there touring and um, speaking and that type of thing. And in the hotel, one of the hotels that he was staying at, um, the staff didn't know who he was. Right? He's just like some monk dressed up in his robes and obviously with an entourage. And so the cleaning people, he would walk the first day he arrived, he was there and, you know, there were people cleaning and whatnot. And then the next day when he appeared out of his room, like half the staff showed up, right? They weren't really there for anything other than to watch him. And then by the second day, the entire staff had showed up just to watch him walk by, not because they knew who he was, but because when they were in his presence at that vibrational level, they felt better. Uh-huh. they were putting themselves in physical proximity to him to raise their own vibrational level. They didn't know why they were doing that. They just did it because it felt good to them. We as humans want to entrain to a higher frequency resonance. It feels good to us. Because it feels better. Yeah, it feels right. better. Mm-hmm. And it, we don't like the heaviness. Like naturally, you don't like heaviness. You don't like yucky. You don't like things that slow you down. You don't like feeling bad. Mm-hmm. So when you are in training, which means moving up towards that higher frequency resonance, it feels good to you. So you want to. Right. Yeah. So when we're in a group frequency calibration or an individual frequency calibration mm-hmm. and you're holding the space, is that what's happening? You're holding this resonance, mm-hmm. this frequency resonance and a space for us to re- yeah. rise up to? Yeah. Mm. And then I'm imagining, like when they put the note to the glass, that when we move up to this higher resonating frequency, mm-hmm. that this the distortion patterns get a little bit like yeah. wobbly yeah. yeah, and just come yeah. off. Exactly. So it's like, so the distortion patterns are of a heavier resonance. Right. They're denser. Okay. 
And therefore, when you start to move to, to a higher frequency resonance, they can't exist in the same they can't exist in the same space. Let's put it that way. And the space is you. Yeah. Okay. So when you start to vibrate higher, then the heavier things drop off. It's kind of like a dog shaking. Like if, if they've been rolling in the mud and they come in and you really don't want them to do this, but then they shake, 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 all the mud goes flying because mm -hmm. they're trying to clear themselves of the mud. They don't like it. It feels yucky to them. Yeah. Right? It's not clean. So you're doing the same thing, except it's, you're literally shaking, except you're vibrating, right? At, at the level of consciousness and you're vibrating faster and faster and faster. And the distortion, which is heavy, like the mud on the dog, falls away from you. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. And so that's what, that's when we're being recalibrated, basically. Exactly. And what happens is, this is a very important piece, why I talk about confirming the removal so much is because it allows you to empower yourself to keep moving up mm -hmm. in terms of your vibrational level. Because what you're doing by confirming the removal is you're recognizing consciously, okay, in yourself, oh, those were the distortion patterns I have. I don't have them anymore because you are co-creating yep. so you're like that density is no longer mine uh -huh. so i choose to release them in this moment however they show up for you and we have a whole uh, i think it's uh episode 101 the most powerful tool in your toolkit mm -hmm. which is all about confirming the removal so if you don't know what that means go watch that but that but confirming the removal is really important so the mud doesn't come back and stick to you yeah or that you go back and play the same note at the same you know exactly B flat whatever exactly. it was you've learned a new way of playing it yes right? exactly yeah. or you move up an octave right oh yeah so the b flat even though it's still there in the next octave up it's not so screechy it's not like oh god that's so terrible you know what i mean it doesn't have the same impact in your life mm -hmm. in terms of showing up in the same intensity or in the same negative um format. So it might show up, but much lighter. So for example, let's just imagine that um, you have a lot of challenge with like scarcity, right? Mm -hmm. Like money is a really big problem for you. Okay. So when you first start releasing your distortion patterns around scarcity, it can be really hard because for some people it's really entrenched and there's a lot of lineage patterns there and there's a lot of shame and there's a lot mm -hmm. of guilt and there's a lot of stuff to release. So here you are experiencing scarcity and all that stuff around it and you're starting to release it, release it, release it. You're like, oh, okay, I cleared a lot of stuff around that. So that means that Instead, so the next time, so let's just say you've moved up, okay, in your resonance. So instead of feeling like you're not allowed to buy something nice for yourself, yeah. because, you, you know, in that first level, it's just like you don't even have the money. You can't even think about having the money. It's just like everything, there's not enough money for anything, mm -hmm. okay, because you're in that level of scarcity. Okay, let's say you clear that layer. You've now moved up to the next layer. It's like, okay, I can, I can actually afford to buy something. And I actually will allow myself to experience this little treat, whether it's just like a bunch of flowers or a treat that I wouldn't be able to normally buy at a grocery store, but I'm going to allow myself to have it and I'm really going to enjoy it, yeah. for example. And then you clear more. And the next time you have that, for example, it's like, okay, well, not only am I clearer of scarcity, so now I have more abundance, like I'm actually feeling more abundant, but I start to feel more joyful. And now I want to share my abundance with other people. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like a yeah. different experience. It's the same clearing of the same pattern, but as you clear more and more, your life experience and how you feel about that experience shifts. Yeah, I'm imagining, mm -hmm. sticking with the kind of same analogy, that you flick over the page on the music book and you've got a whole pile of other new notes that you have access to and can play. Yes. And maybe you upgrade your guitar or upgrade your piano. Yeah, yeah. And then you're producing this lighter, more... Um, joyful piece of music yeah. you know equally melodic and you know yeah i'm imagining that is that yeah. kind of yeah exactly and when your vibrational resonance rises just as you said the more like more notes or more like um 
not only the notes, but how those notes flow together can change, mm-hmm. you know, because you now start to access different opportunities. Yeah. Different people come into your life. So now, for example, your piece of music might include the bassoon when it didn't before. And yes. the bassoon adds this beautiful line in your symphony that wasn't there before, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So next time I have my individual frequency calibration, what would be good for me to be aware of is a feeling for that frequency resonance mm-hmm. that allows me to actually get rid of not not to surrender everything my power to you but to actually go wait where's she going with this okay yeah. let me feel it oh that's what's happening let me help get rid of that yeah and i think for some people when they've started it's harder for them to do that because yeah. it you just feel like oh my god i've got so much distortion i can't all i feel is a distortion yeah so what you're describing a lot of people can start to do when they have cleared enough does that make sense? That they start to, because it sounds strange, like how do you become aware of your distortion? You just sort of become aware that it's there or you yeah. start to recognize when it's there. When you, you feel better when and you exa- felt bad, right? Exactly. It's that jump. Yes, exactly. Oh, wait, how am I feeling good now and I didn't five minutes ago? Whoa, what? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So in that, then you have more experience and you kind of know what it is. When At least when I began, I was just like, there's so much crap. I don't even, I can't. I just know I feel better, but I don't know why exactly. Right. So just surrender to that. Surrender to that. Yeah. And to be aware, and I would say um, this was your idea, actually. It's to, before you have an IFC, to be aware of your body, what questions you have, how you feel. Mm. And then notice after the IFC, how you feel about that same thing. And right after the IFC, and then like a week later, Mm. because things will have shifted. And what you confirm remove will have shifted. Things will have come up for you to confirm remove. All that sort of stuff. Mm. So that way you can sort of start to because life will show you where you have the distortion and where you're releasing it. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's really helpful. And for those of you who are, some of you are very powerful feelers, like yourself, you're very powerful feelers, so you can feel it in your field. Mm. And other people, you're like, I don't feel anything. Perfect. Watch your life. Yes. Okay. So watch look your life. for the signals. Yeah, in your uh-huh. life, or watch your physical body. Yeah. Some people don't feel very much. They feel like, so some people, when they have an IFC, you'll fall asleep oh, or get yeah. sleepy you know, or not even necessarily an IFC, but like, because um, typically when it's one-on-one, people don't fall asleep. But in a group frequency calibration, people will fall asleep. And I always say, let yourself fall asleep mm-hmm. because your higher self is kicking your, your conscious mind like into sleep so you can release more. Uh-huh. And some people don't even have detox. They'll fall asleep, they'll wake up and they're like, Sorted mm-hmm. next set of distortions, right? Now that is not most people's experience. I've got a friend uh, that does that. that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's so easy for them. And for mm-hmm. other people, they're like, how is that so easy <laughs> for you? They're like, yeah, I just sleep a lot afterwards. And that's how I detox. And other people are like, I hate you. Because yeah, <laughs> it's harder for them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if you fall asleep, it's okay. Let yourself fall asleep because mm-hmm. it's happening beyond the level of your mind. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to be actively participating. But if you're a feeler, and you can feel it happening like you are very sensitive to it, then if you're a feeler, you'll get to the point in your resonance. It's always really fun for me. Yeah. Where I'm not just helping you release a distortion. You start to help yourself. And for me, when that happens, it's a very exciting moment because it means the person receiving the work is starting to co-create with me. And they're starting to, you know what I mean? It's like now this dance between the two of us. And it's not just your higher self. It's like your human embodiment is now participating, you know? Oh, so this is why you're... um your other programs, like your LPM, mm-hmm. why if you come together as a group, because if it's just me and you, mm-hmm. all right, and we can 
do that together, what happens if you have nine of you doing exactly. that together? Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's really powerful. So when you have a group like the Limitless Potential Mastermind, where it's a lot of people, like, like you said, nine, who have been doing frequency work, are committed to being self-aware, are you know very active in terms of their own self-empowerment and releasing their distortion patterns and raising their resonance, when you have nine together, Mm, it's yeah. like rocket fuel because now all of a sudden everyone's accountable everyone's contributing everyone like and it's not like people in the group are sitting there being like okay i need to help karen do this it's not about that <laughs> no. right it's not that it's more like all right there's the pattern when you release it right and so what happens is your resonance rises when your resonance rises the rest of the group's resonance rises when that group resonance rises it propels the individual and it's happening over and over and over again through all the individuals and it becomes extremely fast wow. so it's amazing when you have something like um the limitless potential mastermind or even living your brilliance mm -hmm. or a, a retreat or whatever it is because when you come together in that mastermind with people who are committed to their own empowerment and their personal growth and their own ascension and are willing to do the work to do it, it can be extraordinary what we can create together for ourselves individually and also for the group and for the collective. It's an amazing thing to witness. I'll bet it is. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Totally exciting. The power of the, the group, right? Yeah. The collective. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I needed that explanation or the calibration. It was one of them things that you're like, what does she mean? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit stand or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for frequency calibration, key to unlocking your limitless potential. Okay. So in this particular GFC meditation, I am, uh, as I mentioned in the discussion portion of this particular episode, going to help to catalyze more momentum, meaning more forward momentum in your life. So settling in and becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your entire back body from the crown of your head all the way down to your heels. Noticing 
the curve of your shoulder blades. The dip in the lower back. Mm -hmm. Good. And as you become even more aware of your back body, noticing now, please, the expansion and the contraction of your lungs, meaning becoming aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, notice if you can just notice your breath as it is right now without changing it. And after a couple of seconds of noticing your breath, allowing your breath to deepen, to take up more space in the body, to perhaps drop into the belly, Mm -hmm. allowing it to become more leisurely and slow. And now imagining your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you like a balloon. And the reason we're doing this is because it helps you to develop what I call spherical awareness. And that is important if you want to have more intuition, if you want to have more nonlinear opportunity and magic, more synchronicities. Mm -hmm. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Becoming aware of the texture of the air. And as you become aware of the texture of the air, noticing its relative humidity, whether it is warm or cool, its movement, if there is any, if it's heavy with something in the air, like fog or something else. Good. And now, please blink your eyes open and notice the quality of the light 
which changes all the time, depending on where you are, the time of year, the weather. Mm -hmm. And after a few seconds of noticing the quality of the light, please triangulate. So triangulation simply means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those objects are is not important. But noticing the distance between each object and you and then feeling that distance. So for example, if object A is the desk, noticing that the desk is about five feet to you, and then feeling that distance between the desk and you. And you'll notice that as you do this with each object, your sense of where you are in space becomes more focused, more clear, more present for you. Mm -hmm. And whenever you have finished triangulating, blinking your eyes closed, and bringing your attention right into your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and your sternum. So your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So in that space between your belly button and the sternum is your solar plexus. So bringing a hand, perhaps some fingers here, just to anchor your attention to this spot, if that's helpful for you. If it isn't, then don't do it. But just bringing your attention here for a moment, blinking your eyes closed if you haven't already. And with your attention mostly in your solar plexus, we're going to take a big breath together, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you've finished your five count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity that you prefer holding your breath out for a count of four. And whenever you have finished this, one single long, deep breath, breathing normally. And what we're doing here is we're waiting. And what we're waiting for is for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. And the reason that's important is because when a mastermind becomes coherent, it, it gains incredible, not only speed and momentum, but much more efficiency. So that means that for you as a participant, you can gain the most momentum and your distortions can clear at a deeper level. So it's an important thing to wait for. And whilst we're waiting for that to happen, please note that I'm working with you at the group and the subgroup hall. 
that I sometimes work in silence if the frequency resonance is really high that we're working with. I also make sound, so you may hear me yawn, hum, or exhale sharply. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you run. And if you say something, or rather, if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you run. So I encourage you to remain open, curious, and to take the time to examine further. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? So that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, Imagining, sensing, or feeling a brilliance from deep in your core that starts to get brighter and brighter still. And as it brightens, it expands outwards in all directions through your cells, out through your organs, through your bone structure, out through your muscles, your flesh, and out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body at arm's length all around you. Noticing the brilliance within the sphere at arm's length all around you, which is your spirit body. Yeah.
And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling your frequency resonance or vibrational level up, irrespective of where it began. How high your frequency resonance is determines everything from how you feel, what your life looks like, how much opportunity you can access, how much abundance you experience. So it's one of the most important things we do together. Whether you feel anything or not is not important. Remember, we are working at the realm of frequency. So some of you won't feel anything, except perhaps stillness in your body. Maybe you'll feel a little sleepy. But even if you feel nothing at all, that's totally fine. Perfect. Bringing your attention now, please, to your heart space in the center of your chest and your navel line. And then in the front of your throat. So the first distortion pattern that we're releasing is resistance. Now, you might think to yourself, well, why would I release or resist forward momentum? I mean, that's why I'm listening, because GFC. The resistance is actually to change. And the thing is, we can want change, but often we want only a certain kind of change. And it's okay if it's within certain parameters. But if it starts to exceed what it is that we can project, it can be very uncomfortable for, for us. Humans really like certainty. So we're releasing the resistance to the unknown of change. And right behind that, we're going to release the control patterns with regards to how it should look and what kind of change specifically that you want. Because for most people, they self-limit. We think that we're dreaming big, but we're not. And some people don't even dream big at all. So let's release all this stuff. 
So you can start to get some real momentum. Good, imagining softening, dropping, melting, or even falling into the space. However you imagine, sense, feel, or aware of that. Good. Yeah. And now bring your attention to your lower belly, between your belly button and your pubic bone, and the front side of the heart space. So this has to do with the oversensitivity to other people's judgment or response to you gaining more momentum. Not everyone is okay with us changing. Some people are supportive at first and then sort of start to resent the change because it is different and can shift the nature of relationship. Other people are not supportive of the change at all because they want you to stay who you are so they can have certainty as to who they are. And so um, it can be hard to have forward momentum, even though you really want it, because some of you are very oversensitive to what over other people feel or think or say about your own forward momentum, because it reflects different things about them to them. So, releasing the oversensitivity because a lot of people will limit themselves once they start to feel pushback from those around them, especially if they want their approval in some way or their blessing or their, their like encouragement. So, Releasing that. Good. Imagining a brilliant blue that starts to expand out through the very center view into all directions.
Right. Yep. Bring your attention now, please, into the center of your solar plexus, between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Finding the center point, wherever that is for you. It's going to help you come more into your zero point. The more centered you are in this space in your body, right in the center of the body, present in linear time, the more momentum you can have, especially as you start to release distortions. Okay, if you're scattered all over the place, distracted, thinking about the future, the past, unable to be centered in the body because you're uncomfortable or because of other distortion patterns, much harder to have forward momentum. Good. Bring your attention to that sideway process, which is right at the base of the sternum. And about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it in a straight line down towards the belly button. Clearing out your pain body. Good. And the reason we're clearing out your pain body is because your pain body as a memory of you before the frequency work was done, which makes it harder for you to integrate into the newer, higher resonating version of self. This just takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.